Trip Down Know Nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right. Whether they make a hearing man deaf or a blind man see, from feel to something about me, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. There won't be any small talk to waste my time when it comes to my co host, Evan. Look at him there, just streaming with stardust. Minuscule shards of the grand totality. It's my co host, Saker. Wow, that is a that's that's a very nice thing of you to say. Well, you're streaming with the 2002 Neil Gaiman movie Stardust. I don't know that I've ever seen it. I'm it's... streaming with it. I'm, do you mean that I am streaming it? You're streaming with it. Okay, what does that mean? <laughs> you're streaming with it. Could that's you give kids, me? That's you know the kids are saying it now. <laughs> streaming with it. You're streaming with it. So where do you go? Like, for oh your... yeah, man, you're a real streamer. You're streaming with it. That means like you could you could like. Put it on Twitch or some shit. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So they just like to add more words into things now. That's what the kids are doing? That's generally how slang works, right? You take a word and you make it either longer or extra longer. Hmm. Interesting. Is that true? Like, you know, we say, like, um, Geppetto. Geppetto to mean pedophile, right? (laughs) Geppetophile, sure. Pedophile, pedo, Geppetto. Sure. Yes, I can. We, then, so then, at first then, we shortened then Pinocchio. It. So Pinocchio means pedophile. Now. Oh, so we're doing like British rhyming slang. <laughs> that's rhyming that's slang. where that's we've right. got. We have to avoid the bobbies. <laughs> okay. So an arsonist, I call him a carsonist. I call him a daily man. I call him the newspaper. <laughs> Do you hear the newspaper who <laughs> burnt down the school? I say doorknob. I say slob. I say slimer. <laughs> I say from the, from the movie I say Ghostbusters. Dan Aykroyd blowjob. Yeah. Hey, can you twist the Dan Aykroyd blowjob? My hands are full. <laughs> That's Slimer didn't give him the blowjob though. It was the other ghost. Oh man, can you imagine a Slimer blowjob? Oh, it would be sloppy. It's he's got like he's mostly teeth is the thing. Like that'd be a nasty little blowjob you're getting. But the thing is, when he eats the hot dogs, he just slurps them. He doesn't chew. He's not a chewer. He has a lot of teeth. I think they're all (laughs) flat, too. Is he a... He might be a herbivore. (laughs) He's an herbivore. (laughs) I think he's a... He'll eat anything he can find, I think. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Hold on. Now I have to look at a picture of Slimer, because I don't believe he has any pointed teeth. No, no. He's not a sharp boy. So, which means that he's an herbivore, correct? It means... I mean, people don't have sharp teeth. Yeah, huh? Ever incisors, okay, we have canines. Okay. But he's just flat all the way across. They're like meant a cow. for ripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means that all of the hot dogs he eats are veggie dogs. <laughs> they, by nature, have to be veggie well, dogs. I mean, he's very. Um, he understands that the planet. <laughs> as a ghost, he would understand better than most that the planet is. You're just renting it. Sure. And, uh, you have to hand it down to your kids. Slimer's kid, little slime links, little slime balls. I used to donate to Slimer's kids yearly when Jerry Lee (laughs) did the telethon. Slimer's Um, kids. (laughs) It's a great little, uh, uh, yeah, boy, you know what? I don't know much of the mythology of Slimer. He is a ghost, I'm realizing. Of course he's a ghost. Who the fuck is he the ghost of? He's like a a, a man who was like a a a real piece of shit in his life. Like he just like ate himself to death or something like that. Uh Uh-huh. I think he is the ghost of the man... The gluttony from the movie Seven, the Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, uh, like 1999 or whenever the fuck that came out movie, uh, Seven. Uh-huh. Are you familiar sure. with that? No, yeah. not in the least. He, uh, he, he's that guy. Okay. Would That's you like the, would you like the canonical explanation of who he is? Sure. 
Sure. Sure. Uh, when he was alive, Slimer was a gangster who killed a restaurant waiter that got his order wrong, resulting in his imprisonment and execution. After his death, the Ghostbusters encounter him haunting the same restaurant. This is in the 2016 reboot. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, and they destroy his legs and turn him green before he escapes. Oh, this is the fucking okay. This sucks. Yeah. Yeah. This is the that's the one the reboot one. I think. <clears> yeah. And because that doesn't really jive well with like the because Slimer was like the fucking gizmo of the Ghostbusters franchise, like the real Ghostbusters franchise. Like he was like the the orco, like the little fucking funny boy who would just sure. show up and like. <laughs> I think he <laughs> talked and shit. No, he never. T- maybe in the cartoon. I never in the watched cartoon, the cartoon. In the cartoon. Yeah. In that the, makes sense. In the uh, movie, he just gibbles and glabbles. He's kind of a shit in the movie, but, like, he's, like, a one-off thing, but then he became so big in the cartoon. Yeah. Well, he's a Fonz. Right? Isn't he the Fonz? <laughs> he goes, the hey, and all the girls, like, come <laughs> in and, like, start licking off his little slime. It tastes like apple. Apple. Sour apple. He you does think that's what he tastes like, like? A he sour like apple a sour. boy. I mean, yeah. to be fair, he, he, he tastes like... Hawaiian punch. No, no. What is it? Ecto cooler. Ecto cooler. Ecto cooler. Ecto cooler is literally Slimer drippings. I assume. (laughs) They just keep (laughs) him. They keep him on like one of those treadmills. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what I do imagine that when he talked, he kind of talked like the uh, me one honeycomb. Is that what his? (laughs) (laughs) I I think I remember being like, it's like really high pitched. Sure. And uh, sort of weed Weasley. Weasley, Ron. Weedling. Yeah. yeah. Rupert. (laughs) I want more. I'm giving lollies to the kids. Peace and love. Peace and love. Don't send me anything more to sign. Ringo Weasley. Rupert. Ringo Weasley. Um, what the fuck was I about to say about Slimer Ghostbuster? Is that his last name, by the way? Yeah, yeah. I think okay. when, once they adopt him, they formally adopt him in the cartoon, and he becomes oh. Slimer Ghostbuster. Oh, that's sweet. Ray Ghostbuster and Winston Ghostbuster. Yeah, yeah. They, they Is, become a family. It's found was, family. <laughs> well, uh, was Zed more meant to be like a, a sort of zombie thing? Zeds are what they call zombies in in Britain, right? I mean, that's what they call the letter Z. <laughs> uh-huh. And therefore, zombies. I, was I don't in a, know. I was, a, I was like a coding class once, and the guy teaching it was British. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, he was like, just t- just type Z. And then one of the students said, um, we, we call it Z over here. And he goes, well, we invented the language, didn't we? So why don't you just call it Z? And then I said, shit. to which I replied, you might have invented it, but we perfected it. <laughs> that rules. And then he gave you a fucking F. Well, it was just a, it was like a boot camp, so it wasn't like he couldn't grade me. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. Do you think we perfected English? I mean, we do twi- say. Why don't you? Why don't you uh, go go out the uh, twist that uh, Dan Aykroyd <laughs> blowjob and tell me all about it? <laughs> You're right. I guess we do a pretty good job, don't we? <laughs> we are streaming on things all the time. Yeah, we stream with we it. Do. We're streaming Stream, with it. Streaming with it. I thought it was on it, but now it is with it. That's fine. Uh, boy, hey, I didn't realize how many uh, Ghostbuster cartoons there were. The real Ghostbusters, Slimer and the real Ghostbusters, yeah. Extreme Ghostbusters, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Triple X Ghostbusters. They had a moment. They had a moment. I think. Yeah, man. And, Which but, is so weird. The real Go- Ghostbusters isn't associated with the movie, right? Because there was like some sort of war between the creators. Oh, I have no idea. What? Really? Yeah, that's why, like... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, The Real was added to the title after a dispute with Filmation and its Ghostbusters properties. So, oh, there was an old cartoon called The Ghostbusters in Uh, 1975. And so there was a... Yeah, okay, got it. Bustin makes me feel good. Bustin makes me feel fucking great. 
I wonder why they stopped at good. You, that's their whole like fucking function in life, and it only makes them feel good. Bustin makes me feel fine. See, that would be a problem. <laughs> I mean, if if Bustin is your job and it makes you feel fine, as long as you have hobbies and friends, you're good. Never work it. Never never work another day in your life. <laughs> never work another, when your job is Bustin. Bustin. <clears throat> Do you? I mean, it is now. When you say Bustin, we automatically think about a nut, correct? Yes. Okay, good. I yeah, just want... Everyone knows that. Everyone. Absolutely everyone. Um, well, I think that's about all of the uh, the small talk that we can do about... Bustin' makes you feel wood. Oh my god. Now that's fucking comedy. <laughs> Go ahead, punch Bustin, that up for you. Bustin that's a makes... weird owl song. <laughs> Bustin' makes somebody feel wood. Right? I mean, yeah. not necessarily you. You could, you could be Bustin' without feeling wood. You can be busting with it. You can be streaming with it. It doesn't matter these days. <laughs> All right, fucking, we gotta move on. Ev, we're what? doing. Th- first up, bare naked news. <laughs> <laughs> there is no bare naked news to report. Stephen Page's oh. album Excelsior is out. Excelsior, Excelsior. I don't know why I give him a slight lisp. Excelsior. Hello, um, true believers. <laughs> Hello, are, true believers. Oh, you! I, I like That's that my... guy. He sounds like Slimer. Hello, true believers. <laughs> um, we're going to be reviewing Excelsior this week. Stephen Page's Excelsior. The, I don't know, what is this? Fifth studio album from Stephen Page, I think. Yeah, Hold on, what do we have? We had Page about. One, and then uh, Heal Thyself and Heal Thyself Two. Is that it? I mean, he kind of had weird. He had like the Vanity Project and shit like mm-hmm. that. But, uh, okay. Anyway, we are doing... What a delight that we get to review new Bare Naked Ladies material in the year of 2022. Did we do... Did we finish Detour de Force this year? Yes. Okay, I feel like it's been 100 years since we finished Detour <laughs> de Force. But what a joy, anyway. We should have stretched this out over 11 weeks. This? Yes. That would have been a nightmare. <laughs> are you Are you tipping your hand? I would have hated it. Okay. All right. Did you not like the album? We'll talk uh, about it. We'll t- we're going to spend the next hour finding out exactly what I thought about the album. Then, brother, let's get into it. All right. Let's start here. Track one. Uh, Excelsior. Track one is Feel. Feel what good. Bustin'. Oh, albums if, make me feel good. If it started with a <laughs> feel good and then went into a Stephen Page song. God, that would be so fucking great. But no, it's not feel good. It's just feel. Not not feel anything in specific, although the song is very specific. Um, this is a real, real weird way to open this album. Like the church, the church choir yes. and the whispers and the organ and everything. It, yeah, it it feels like somebody's being buried at a train station. There's like a dinging. I was, yeah, I, I was like really hoping that he would just this would be the full song, just like him, like a he put together like a gospel inspirational just pure music like yeah baller move he kept that up for the entire track but he yeah didn't. i mean it would have been boring as shit but it would have been a swing and that's what Stephen page is good at is making huge swings and doing weird shit right um but as far as opening tracks go i think this one certifiably does not slap capital dns does not slap it's fine it's serviceable i guess it's weird It's a fucking rebuttal to, like, the solace that religion brings, if I'm reading the the lyrics correctly. I don't know that I am. 
Yeah, it's about but, like a, yeah, death. Like just when you die, you rot in the ground. That's all that happens. There is no God. If it makes you feel better to believe in one, go ahead. But yeah. I'm a piece of shit. So you should know. <laughs> You know? It's truly, it's kind of a mean song to start the album off with. Just a strange, weird, um, I don't think we've ever seen this side of Stephen Page. I guess we have. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit and I hate everyone and everything. I, I guess on his solo albums, we're seeing a lot of healing, right? Heal thyself, healthy self. Well, he's all back about, in the fucking black pit now. Fucking pandemic Down has ruined the, Stephen Page. <laughs> he's looking at people going to church and just going like, fucking sheep, fucking assholes. Like going, a, not, even, not just going to church, going to the funeral of a loved one. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And like, he's like, yeah, you're not going to get, you, you want to feel happy? You want What do you want? You're going to see him again someday? Oh, oh, you're in, oh he's in space? He's in space with Big Beard Man. Oh, that's where he is. Like, <laughs> Christ. Holy Trolling. fuck. Trolling a funeral, Stephen Page. <laughs> Truly, and just a very, very strange move on his part. Um, if the aim, I don't know what the aim of this album is, right? We're exploring this album. But one assumes that the aim of an album is, to some extent, accessibility, right? You want the album to be, to sell well. You want people to listen to it. You want, this album starts off with like, God, glorious sanctus. <laughs> and then it's like, religion sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, who, what were you doing? What is this first song? It's very strange. Well, when he had, uh, he, I'd, re I'd read a couple of interviews with him about the album. And he's like, yeah, I don't know why I did it this way, but I did it backwards the way you're not supposed to do an album. Like he put all the shitty, like downbeat songs, like the first seven songs are like a little mini okay. opera for him. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. And then he put like the, the peppy ones at the end. Like, yes. He should have started this fucking album with Zoom. Oh, Zoom 100%. should have been off the off the fucking bat. Like, that's great. the that's the single. That's where you need to start. It's an upbeat song. Or, Actually, or I mean, Golden Age of Doubling Down would have been great. That's fine too. Either yeah. of those are yeah. Throw those in the fucking but fucking TVP. <laughs> instead, we start with this fucking. Now the second half of this song does kind of like it doubles mm -hmm. down on the pace of the song, but it by that it is too little. Not to bury good ladies it up, but it is too, too little too late. <laughs> Woo! Uh, when the when the song finally fucking kicks off, but there's a great like guitar tone to it later that like is a standout. Um, even got in some this, beeps and boops. It got some beeps and boops. Even lyrically in this song, he goes backwards because there are two lines that are very similar. The first one is "put a frown on your face." And the second one is wipe that smile off your face, right? Mm -hmm. And wipe that smile off your face is a thing that people say. So one would assume that that would go first. And later when we get a similar line, which is put a frown on your face, we get that <laughs> pivot. It would be like, oh, interesting. But he like unpivots. It's it's the opposite <laughs> of a BNL pivot. It's like we go from the unknown to the comfort of known. Just a very, it's a, it's a, it's a page course correct, not a BNL pivot. So I don't explaining know. Explaining a joke. Explaining a joke. It kind of exactly what it is. Just this is why this is funny. Did you see what I did there? <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I don't, I didn't get, every time I listened to it, the whispering was like, what's the, what is the purpose? What's the diegetic? Is this people whispering loudly at the funeral? And like, just a weird song. Weird. He's not the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. He's the kind of guy who shits his pants at a funeral. Sure. He's the kind of guy who passes out atheism flyers at the front of a funeral. <laughs> Ugh. Did you see that? Oh, there's some pretty good news. Did you see that TikTok, <laughs> that TikTok that went viral this week? Nope. It'll be two weeks from now when this episode comes out. But uh, oh, it's some guy analyzing the lyrics to uh to one week, and it's really not the whole lyrics. It's just the chorus where he's, "I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. Can't understand what I mean. 
you soon will. And he's saying mm-hmm. that the three options here are, I can't even remember, like, you will see me at a funeral and go, oh, that guy's laughing. I get it. Or I will be laughing at your funeral. <laughs> you will get it. <laughs> or oh, I can't remember. But it's a funny, it's a good TikTok. Glad to see. One week just keeps hitting the public <laughs> eye over and every time the fucking uh, tweet comes up, the uh, uh, father I've sinned, uh, whatever it is, the one week one, uh, people mm-hmm. forward it to me. Just a delight. I'm glad. The Bernicke ladies are constantly in the in the, in the the eye of the hurricane of pop culture forever and That's ever. Right. They, they got their finger on the pulse. They do. Of uh, the, today's youth. What'll I do now? Our second song from this album. Um... Let's talk about this one a little bit. Ev Bo. Uh, it was like a, an anti-old apartment album. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Oh, so this is the person who still lives in the old apartment, but they're <laughs> yeah, sad. Who, who's, who's stuck there. <laughs> who is trapped in the old apartment. This is what I understand. We have all been in our houses for a year and a half at this point. Mm-hmm. Stephen Page is writing the album. Nobody's going out yet. We're going to the grocery store once a week. And, like, nine out of these 11 songs are about the pandemic, which is real fucking, like, you know, palpable. And you can tell where he's getting his inspiration from. But at the same time, I don't think that they play really anymore. I'm I'm reading this and I'm like, okay, I, I mean... It's it's a meditation on on someone who has lost something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the pandemic is kind of weaved throughout this whole album. Did you get any any insight on that in reading the interviews with him? No, he just he was just talking about basically what you said. Like he he wrote this album while he was like stuck in his fucking one room or his oh. New York apartment. He couldn't even go back to Canada. Yeah, you yeah. know, he yeah. just he was trapped there. And I mean, I my pandemic experience was like overload going a little mad because i was raising a three slash four year old and so right. i was like it, you know me and my partner and like just like trying to navigate that but like i've always kind of felt for people who had the opposite where you get you know you're you're in your apartment and you're you're quarantined in there by yourself and right. so you're just alone yeah yeah that sucks so. especially the elderly here's the thing this song i'm not saying a song has to have a gimmick or a spin but here's <laughs> what this song is it's a very human experience and he's just like isn't this sad isn't it sad to be alone but there's no is an artist pain worth while if they don't add anything to the experience like i don't what is the point of view in this song you know what i mean he's sad as long as be alone <laughs> it's just like okay like i guess we've all had that ex- i just did i couldn't there was nothing for me to latch on to the in this song it was just a smooth wall and I was mm-hmm. trying so hard. I recognized at the top there was something nice there. I needed to ring the bell because Nitro was coming after me. But I just couldn't do it. It was too high while I was doing the climb on the uh, on the climbing wall in American Gladiators. Okay. It took me a second. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get there. And it's kind of ponderously long, too. It is. It's really fucking long. Like the, um, Four and I even wrote down like where he says, like, I try to keep things simple, keep things organized. Like that, I'm like... Just cut that all off. Like, that <laughs> right. last, like, minute and a half, because it adds nothing to the fucking song. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure what adds. The only part of the song that I liked is when he's doing his fucking brand flake multiplication. At Serial <laughs> Math. Serial Math was awesome. I'm like, that that, I, that totally tracked with me, because I do that all the fucking time. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, figuring out how much cereal we need oh, no. and how much cereal gets eaten. And... I, I liked it because I thought it was the ramblings of a madman. <laughs> I, I thought it was very fun that this dude is like... 
Okay, visit one, two, carry the... Okay, I have to tell my significant other. And then he turns around to be like, 84 bowls of cereal. <laughs> like, and then there's like a like a beautiful mine scene where all the yeah, numbers yeah, are floating yeah. around his head. Uh, but that uh, that rules. I, I fucking love that. And I, I liked, uh, like when the drums drums pop in, that's pretty fun. And then yeah. like the, I like the background singers a little bit. But like I feel like, I don't know, it's just... I don't want to say a hat on a hat because it's not even a hat. It's like a hole in a hole. Yeah, yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I can hear that. Yeah, I, I wrote that this song is just space. It's just kind of filler. And it's our second song. This is the single slot, right? He really wants to punish you for, for <laughs> picking up this album. Excelsior! Excelsior! And also the album is called Excelsior! Which is like, I understand it's a very New York album. He was trapped there, but it sounds like it's going to be a fucking delight to listen to. And the album cover is great. I love it. We've not, okay. We don't really talk about art a lot. Yeah, I mean, the album cover is just like, what, houses? No, it it's a bunch of, like, slides. Like, a bunch yeah. of little, like, 12 slides. And they're very cool. One is, like, a cool wind turbine. and one, They're, like, oh. just different, you know, yeah, my, my son's favorite. Yeah, thing I know. Now you're, now you're, uh, well, I see where this is going. They do sell Excelsior shirts with the big wind turbine on them. And I'm really thinking about uh, picking one of those babies up. So um, they sell them in child sizes? I wish. God damn. Uh, I might buy one for him and wait until he's, you know, 10 or 11. So he can fit into it. That'd be nice. <laughs> yep. He'll be here's here. a, here's a. Album T-shirt from uh, <laughs> seven yeah. years ago. Years ago. <laughs> uh, track three, Human Doll. Okay. Now, okay. There's something here, right? We've got these bright ambient synths. It's like a, a futuristic storefront. Dream, dreamy background music. Yeah. I, um, I, I thought we were going sci-fi with it. A it's like a bit. song from a musical is what it sounded like to me. I do think that a lot of these, I know that the next song, How Much Is Enough, is from the musical that he wrote. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if more than one of them is from the musical. I think it's just the, just How Much Is Enough, I okay. think is what he, he had said. Okay. Um, this one is a weird relationship song, but again, the thing that really stuck in my craw about this song is that there doesn't seem to be a point of view right <laughs> it talks about how, like this is the, the the person that i want is you know this person that you know agrees with me and doesn't disappoint me and will kiss me all nice but like the par <laughs> there's no partner to be manipulated there's no is this just like a creeps wish list it's just like a, i don't know this is an idea i think um i don't know i've, I've read like there's like a billion fucking variations on this in sci-fi, like Blade Runner, basically. Sure. The the Blade Runner, and so like I don't know, it's but fine, Steve. I get <laughs> I get what you're going at. Like you, everyone wants a perfect partner, but we're not like we can't handle it. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't even get that we can't handle it part. It, nothing stood out to me in this song saying like that it's bad for you or it's good for you or it's gonna hurt somebody or it's gonna be like it's just it's nothing. I mean, there was like a maudlin thing, like when he's talking about the kiss, like, oh, if you close your eyes and do it just a certain way, it's almost like being kissed by a real person. Yeah, I can emulate. A so like there kiss. was like a sad, there's a sad there's sadness to it, I think. There is. I, I definitely can see that sort of melancholy below the surface, but I don't. I, yeah, it just. I like that he's trying on new types of sad. Like, yeah, he's like, he's like. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna write like half, three quarters of my album is gonna be sad song, like me just sad sax songs. Sure. So like, like let's make what's this one about a robot, a sad <laughs> I robot. Like that. How about that I one? I like that too. Here's he's he, trying. Here's the problem for me. This wouldn't be worth mentioning 
because there's no new ideas, right? Every mm -hmm. idea is an idea that's been done. So like the fact that there's another song that's like this one is like, okay, who cares? But the pipeline from Weezer to Bare Naked Ladies is so, just a straight shoot, right? <laughs> and this song is so much like uh, No One Else off the Blue Album, right? Like, I want a girl who will laugh for no one else. When I'm away, she puts her makeup on. Like, I want a perfect girl, and here's my wish list of things that I want. This is the exact same song, except it's the adult contemporary version of that song. And it's worse. It's not as catchy or as fun or like... So no, I, I couldn't, again, smooth and slippery wall, Nitro is at my back, breathing down my neck. <laughs> I, I'd, like, uh, I'd like it if my coworkers were human dolls. I could do, I could, I could do that. <laughs> I don't want to like have one for like, a, I don't want my partner or like any of my friends to be human dolls, but right. like, if I could just go into the office and no one would fucking talk to me ever, and they just right. got their work done, and then we could go home. Right. Like, they spend so much time talking with each other. Do you think that... You, that's why you want to work from home so bad because then you can just pretend like on slack they are all human dolls these people yes. are just ai that don't actually I, exist. Uh, I, did, I did download that filter that makes everyone look sort of mechanical when <laughs> i talk to them <laughs> okay <laughs> on zoom there was one second when i thought is that what's happening is that what's happening right now yes <laughs> very good i will not complain what about uh, that weird casio flute sound like like oh, the, i don't know if i clocked it it's like in the it's in the mix somewhere but it's like him like Put the putting the flute like pressing the flute button on his Casio keyboard <laughs> and then like going like that's fun. I like that. Oh, I just turned it on and it was far too loud to see if I could catch that Casio part. Um Oh yeah, I hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I mean sounds... it doesn't sound out it doesn't sound out of place in this fucking beeps and boops no. like a, a song about a, a robot love. I did I did love how how bright the synths were in this song. Mm -hmm. There was a little bit to it for me. Like I feel like out of the three songs we've listened to already. This is the best. And man, at the end of the song, we've got some reverse chords. He <laughs> learned his lesson from Don Waz, baby. We're just carrying it through. I just couldn't help but, like, listening to this song, I'm like, okay, so this is track three. And then we go over to the most recent BNL album. And, like, just to compare the two, this one's like, once I had, what if we had a doll that was like a person who I could actually love? Right. And then BNL's over there, like, whoa! <laughs> it's just the like the total whiplash is just uh between the two albums Man. like one of them definitely came out ahead and it's yeah. bnl like That's they're still enjoying it having a good wild. time it is wild that bnl came out ahead in this because so far <laughs> i've liked every Stephen page album better than it's i think than the, the BNL album it's been paired with. But man, you're right. BNL fucking kicks Stephen Page's ass here. Not that you can compare them one to one. That's like yeah. saying fucking, you know, Juicy J's new album <laughs> whips Stephen Page's ass. But I don't know why I pulled Juicy J out. Is that somebody? <laughs> Is that Slimer's Is that somebody? That's, that's, that's Slimer's uh, DJ name. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Juicy J, American rapper. We're okay. Um, All right. Uh, Let's go to the next song. Yeah. How much? What do you think? What do you think? Like, okay. There are probably no rap no rap names you could say that aren't aren't an American rapper. <laughs> okay, sure, I guess that's true. Um, what about like, uh, Blitzy P, <laughs> American rapper? Blitzy P. Here we go. Uh, you're oh you're talking about Blitz P, the Forge yeah. disc from Beyblade, who I believe yes. is that's a great rapper name, honestly. <laughs> Blitz P or Forge disc. Um. <laughs> Man, have you seen those Beyblade tournaments that have been popping up at uh, at major fighting game tournaments? No. Fuck, Beyblade is wild, man. What a fun match to watch. Those two little tops hitting each other so hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fun. You'd love it. 
we'll watch some next time I come over. Okay, okay, yeah, we'll queue up. We'll queue up a hundred or two hundred Beyblade <laughs> matches. You're gonna love it. To... <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, let's go to the next song. How much is enough? Um, this is the song from his musical, uh, and I believe that this is going to be uh, like the one that gets stuck in my head from this album. Maybe um, it's it's interesting. It does feel like a musical song, right? Where there's like. It grows, like it's got these simple trappings that kind of accentuate the main singer, the naked voice, and then these big, huge musical moments. Um, I don't know. It it doesn't feel out of place in the album. It's good. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. I liked like the, the folksy guitar opening, like the jugga 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 jug jug like that. Sure. That was good. And the kick drum, I don't know if it was just the, the thing I was listening to, but the kick drum sounded so it's like great. full. It is yeah. very forward, and I fucking love it. Yeah. Uh, that kick drum hits hard for sure, yeah, and this yeah. I feel like is the first song where we're really fronting Kevin Fox's cello, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. coming out. You that needs to be from like square one. It needs to be in every song because <laughs> he's just fucking great. Um, yeah, and, and we had like a like a backup chorus was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Drop some bongos so. in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's just it's as good as the album gets so far, which is great. Uh, this is maybe we're building. Maybe in my head, Stevie P starts from zero, and now we're just coming up that hill, which would be great. I suppose. I mean, it's a weird like, way to structure an album, but set the bar low so you could vault it, man. That's right. That's that's Olympics. The Olympics that we always do. <laughs> set Olympics the bar low. 101. <laughs> Did you know that you can book Stephen Page for a live appearance? Uh huh. Guess how much it costs, according to Celebrity Talent International. <laughs> I don't know why I. Well, I was looking up this song. I don't know why I found his rates. How much would you Stephen pay? Stephen Page. I would pay... Oh, he can hit you, though. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. He's, I'm going to say... Are allowed to, they are allowed to hit. $23,000. Ooh, a little low. Twenty five k is his floor. Okay. Oh, I was right there, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It was a twenty-five k to $39,999. That was the I would was never charge 40 That's the Stevie P promise. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My rates will stay below 40k. Uh, what What's the difference? Uh, just Is it a sliding scale depending on who you are? Like, if I wanted him for a backyard barbecue, he would charge me $25,000. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't give any. Uh, it said reach out for uh, terms and you know conditions. conditions. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But it did say he can't hit. Yeah, you. Right. Yeah. That was the one <laughs> thing it said on the page. He's he's allowed to hit. It's, uh, actually, it says he will hit you. Not he, he can. You. It's going to happen <laughs> if you book him. Um, yeah, I I like the way this built. It's a it's a fun building song. Uh, why did you mention that in this song? Because that's when I found it. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Got I, I was I was like I was like googling this song. Um, how much is enough? I think, and that that like the algorithms were like how, how much? much to hire? Sure. How much to hire? Sure. Well, how much is enough? Thirty nine thousand ninety nine dollars. Apparently, the answer to the Stephen Page conundrum, as I call it. Ooh. I really liked the bridge. The bridge was really good. Which part um, uh, specifically was the bridge? I don't know. I wrote that I like the bridge, but I've forgotten what it sounded like. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna drop that in right here, listeners. Ugh. Wasn't that nice? Oh boy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's the uh, kicking and screaming. You'd re- better dig deep rather than grieving. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, good song. Good song. Um, I, I think what it was is I'm starting to like, I'm starting to get a little jaded already in this album. Like, I get it. You suffer from depression, Stevie. It's lonely at the top, chasing success is a fool's game, but I mean, I have a real hard time feeling sorry for like a multi-platinum recording artist who can still out still sell out mid-sized venues He's, on the reg. Who's touring with Boo. the who? 
fucking who. Yeah. You know, like... It's like all... He's still, like, banging the same drummer, but fucking celebrity, right? All that you can see. Yeah. I, I mean... Here's the thing. He got away from that for a while, right? Like, he was doing other shit. Like, his songs were about, like big strange concepts that felt interesting and new and now we the pandemic has like pushed him back mm-hmm. like we are now again like you said banging the same drum it's a bummer well, that's fair i mean that's fair the pandemic has like definitely two steps back to everybody but here's the deal do you have to tell us about it if it two stepped back to you that's it great definitely does but, <laughs> but that's a conversation <laughs> for you and your therapist it's not you know a conversation for you and your listeners I don't know how this album did. I don't know how it's being reviewed. Did you look up like? All I found was inter- a couple, like two or three interviews with him. I didn't actually look up I to see how it was. Who's, who the fuck is going to review this album, right? <laughs> I, well, like honestly, it's not going to be like a pitchfork. Uh, Excelsior, Stephen Page review. This should be. We're journalists. We should have done this in advance. Um, oh, it was uh, Tinnitus' album of the week. That's nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's no real. Nobody really uh, reviewed it. Um. I don't know. I'm curious because I can't imagine that it has been as popular as uh, as his other albums, which I think are just fucking fantastic. Um, Excelsior. Here's from RateYourMusic.com. It has a rating of 3.4 out of 5, which is probably about right. Um, let's jump to the next song. Shall we look to look at the stars? The stars. <laughs> um, look how they shine for you. Uh. <laughs> this one, it, it, as soon as it started, I thought about like those new AG Beatles songs, like this spacey yeah. sort of. It, there was no sitar, but it, it could have been sitar adjacent at some point. I feel like, right? It's yeah, like the slow bill guitar riff, the cello and strings like going in, like the ha, 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 like yes. the background chorus. It sounded like a fucking Keen song, the band Keen. Yeah, okay, I can somewhere hear that. only we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like. I kept expecting that singer's voice to come in. And then when Stephen K- Page's voice came in, I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm like, wait, I forgot this was your album. <laughs> because you've been tuning out for the last five songs. <laughs> um, this is like the ramp up is really quick in this song, which is great. Usually this feels like uh, it would take an entire song to build up to the explosion that he just lets right off the bat. And that momentum and energy should kind of carry it through. Mm-hmm. Um and it does musically. The fucking bridge is big and bold and cello-y and it's great. The background is lovely. The background singer is very BNL, like classic BNL harmonies a little bit. But the lyrics, again, are so fucking facile. What the fuck is this song set? We can't. We're all made of star stuff. Like looking at the stars will put your problems in perspective. Here it is. Yeah, this. It felt like a. This is like something I wrote. Like something I wrote for like the young authors challenge in like junior high school I, like yeah we're all made of star stuff yes and when we die our bodies will go back and become part of this big blue marble yeah like, like it felt like the a, a pivotal scene in a ya movie just like where the protagonists are looking up at the stars after having oh, beaten cancer that one where yeah exactly i was th- i think we're thinking of the, the exact fault same in our stars yeah yeah, yeah. The it's fart exactly no. the fart in our stalls <laughs> Why has that not been a parody? (laughs) Weird Al. (laughs) Does Weird Al do parody books? Parody parody novels. Parody novels. Um, Man, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, but like, listen, I get you. At the beginning of the pandemic, I stopped writing. And I continued to... I didn't write during the pandemic because I had no new experiences. 
I had nothing to draw on. And so I was just like, maybe I should shut my mouth. And I understand it's different because for me, it's a hobby and for him, it's a job and he needs to make his fucking money. But still, like, I don't know. This, it sucks. I don't know. I, I had nothing. Stevie P, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry for saying it sucks. This album doesn't suck. There's a lot of... of uh, do you think he has a Google alert set up for his name? Will he know that this album or that this episode dropped? Well, I bet if he listens mm-hmm. to us, or uh, he st- if he ever ca- touched us, he's le- gone. Sure. He's, he's been gone for a long, long time. Ago. We've been... Yeah, yeah. He, I'm sure he uh, has written us off. Yeah, if, that makes if sense. ever. Uh, let's pop to the next one, shall we? Infinitely Light oh, Years. Yes. Uh, love the title. Infinitely Light Years is a very cute uh, fucking title for a song. Um, Speaking of space songs, this is like a, has like a fucking uh, planetarium opening. Yeah. I mean, this whole album is kind of space themed a little bit. Like, uh, I don't like in feel. He talks about how, you know, the people die and go into space and like human doll is very kind of sci-fi. And like, I don't know. I felt like there was a lot of, of space. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I did write my notes. Why is this album named after New York and not the fucking moon, bro? I understand (laughs) how much you love space. Um, yeah. I love the blippy little synths in this one. Right. Yeah. I like the, like the, the piano riff, like the minor key piano riff. That's Mm -hmm. really nice. That's a really good riff. Yeah. I really liked it. It sounded like the, um, fucking menu music for some like uh, <laughs> throwback throwback game that I would sure, be playing. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some uh, some Xbox like Live just, Arcade yeah, indie hell yeah. garbage. Yeah, so, but this like the lyrics of this song were like fucking uh, they might be giant song like explaining some like scientific principle. I, like I wrote that I was not smart enough to understand what the fuck was happening in this one. We vacillated from too easy to like these these waves oh. that act like particles are particles that act like waves as well. Like what yeah. the fuck? Okay, that's light. Yeah, right. but like it, uh, it's. I understood like it's like he got an issue of Scientific American, <laughs> read like an article about like photons and like entanglement, yeah. quantum entanglement, and then was like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna use that as a metaphor for a relationship. Which yeah. is funny because uh, I think that's the same process that Kevin Tyler used to build Human Dynamo. <laughs> was uh, weren't they just talking about like Dynamo? Yeah. Like they, it's, it's some space thing, isn't it? Except that the song moon. is the like the moon was a oh, that's the right. moon has no internal dynamo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. internal dynamo. Uh, and but that song is like bombastic and weird and kind of fun, <laughs> if not a little bad. But this song I think is just bad. This was the first one where I felt like it wasn't just boring; it was a misstep. The bridge is ponderous. Yes, like I was like. I was like, just fucking end. Yeah. And then it goes into a whole other chorus. Yes. Like it, it gets all like bittersweet symphony at the end, like the bird, <laughs> like, and then I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. Like, I feel like every song in this album has overstayed its welcome. There's been no song that this, has been this thus far, thus far. This song is seven fucking minutes <laughs> long. Unreal that he thought it was worth it. And, I mean, I know you're already talking about, like, the later parts of the song, the, like, Zales Diamond commercial at the end that fucking, like, <laughs> pops up. But, honestly, it feels like a Kev ending where it just, like, yeah. dude, t- quit 10 more minutes. Stretch. We got to keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> and the metaphor like, is so belabored. I liked, I mean, I like the idea of, like, using quantum entanglement, like, two photons that may be separated by light years. Mm still affect one another mm-hmm. like the idea that there's somebody out there who you might not even know who is affecting your life in huge ways like that's interesting yeah does it need to be a seven minute fucking song no, <laughs> no i don't think it does yeah yeah well what i'm what I, okay what i'm 
what I wanted was specificity, I think. If he had, like, dug into, like, a a, rela- a personal relationship. Like, yes, and we got some, a little exactly. bit more through the lens. Instead of just, just this broad fucking camera lens. Right. Like, we're getting a wide angle here, and I want I want a close-up. Yeah, I agree with I think that would have that worked. But, and that's yeah. his fucking specialty. Is, like, yeah. personal stories that he relates. And this truly does just feel like... Here's a concept that I thought of, and maybe it'll resonate with you, and maybe it won't. But here you go, which is just not his wheelhouse. It feels like, I don't know. Leave it to leave it to the BNL boys for those general things. I want specificity from you, Stevie P. Um, the second part of the uh, in in what is it in tre- treaties and articles and treatises and articles when he does it again, he auto tunes his voice, and it truly sounds bad. It sounds like a <laughs> joke. It like. <laughs> I, I cringed when I heard it. Uh, man, I don't know. But here's the one thing I can say. The drums come hard in this one. The drums and the cello are the true fucking stars of this album. So good. Dr- drumming makes me feel good. Drumming makes me... No more. Peace and love. Peace and love. Stop sending me drums. <laughs> um, let's drums. talk about Safe, the next song on safe, the album. Safe, safe, safe. He was like mic'd really close in this song. Like I felt like his his voice was like right in my ears. Like he was like his face was his face was right next I, to my ear. I like this. Need to hear yeah, it yeah. sucks. Um, yeah, his voice this, is very low at the beginning. This is a prom song, one hundred percent. I said I said lounge singer. Yeah, but yes, it's like it I don't know, man. I. All the other songs up to this point, I've been able to find like something commendable, something I can like latch on and be like, okay, this is this is the talent here. This one I just did not like at all. Yeah, there was just nothing in this song that I enjoyed. That's what I, I said. Safe is apropos. It is just like a safe about nothing, takes no chances. It's like I said, I said, sa- straightforward whine, whining song. Yeah, yeah. This is a poor baby. He can't do <laughs> it. This poor baby. This cannot be the same fucking guy that wrote "You fucked yourself." And like the fucking manic energy of feel good summer. I'm going to walk into yeah. fucking traffic. And now he's like, <laughs> I'm sad and scared. <laughs> like, it's fine. I'm sure you feel those things, but it is not a novel thing to say. It's not telling me anything. I don't know. It sucks. Um, I think it's just, yeah. I mean, like the, the song on its core is like a partner telling another partner about how good it is to set slow boundaries. Down. Yeah, I like that. That's interesting. I don't know if there's a lot of like speed up songs about relationships like i want to fuck you but <laughs> there's not a whole That's, lot of yeah the famous the famous uh famous song <laughs> i want to fuck con- you it's a country song you're not a country i want to fuck you <laughs> but yeah there's not a whole lot of like hey baby let's set healthy boundary songs it's novel i guess it's just not exciting i don't know mm. safe sorry stevie Oh my god, fucking Gosh. the golden age of now, doubling down. Now we get Please into the actual album. bring me to salvation to this song. Oh, I like this song a lot. Yeah, this song was good. Yes, okay, we're finally in the air. It's the yeah, energy Jesus, I like, fucking needed from this album. I just need one upbeat song to, to buoy me through the end of this. Um, but boy, oh boy, again, talk about being touched by the fucking pandemic. This is just a song about being online. Yes. <laughs> And we're going to follow it up in two songs with a song about being online. And he like, I don't know. It was like, yeah, we've all been there. We've all been arguing with trolls. We've all been like called out. And we've all been pissed off at somebody who, you know, is a digital presence. But right. like, again, we're not getting any specificity here. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and the specificity, I mean, it's not specific. The, the lyrics that we do get, like, we're in crazy town run by circus clowns is the most first draft lyric written by a 90-year-old. Like, these fucking clowns on the internet. <laughs> like, bud, you've got to have a point of view here. Do you think any part of this song is directed towards us? Are we the trolls that he's talking about? Oh, we have to be. He probably hates yeah, us. Yeah, that makes sense. But, like, what's his position here? Like, he just... He's taking a swing at the at the far right. Right. He's taking a swing at the far left. Um, like... Like when God speaks, his voice is gonna be woke. Like that's sort of <laughs> yeah. stuff. Like so, he's taking a, he's he's taking a he's taking swings, but like it's this is a uh, this is flip, right? Like where he's he's take he's not really taking a side, other than he's saying, yeah, there's just too much noise. We're losing the signal for all the noise. Everyone and no anyone who tries to calm things down is he gets gets called out. Yeah, I mean his the 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 thesis of this song is be nice. Can you guys just be nice? <laughs> like what if you just flip your <laughs> viewpoint but also yeah he refers to like the olden days you know back in since the olden days of coming back around like i don't know was there like a point when people were civil is he saying like the beginning of the internet was like a civil time and now we're like no yeah like none of it was i think that was a that was a swing at the right because the, the conservatives always want the old you know days. to go back sure, sure. they want they want to go back to when they were children because they the, they, the world seemed so much simpler then yeah. because they were fucking children yeah yeah okay that's interesting yeah i do uh, despite kind of losing it a little bit the, on this song lyrically the fucking like the melodica and the chorus sections the hand claps the shaker in the last third of the song mm-hmm. adds so much texture to the song as a whole um, and this yeah. is one of the two singles i think from this album yeah. and it, and uh, musically the song's a lot of fun yeah. oh yeah yeah and there's somebody, like, on the chorus, somebody has, like, a falsetto coming in. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was fun. That was fun. Do, did you, the bridge of this song, do the chorus members say beep beep? Did you hear it? I don't know. It sounds like they say beep beep, and then the melodica echoes the beep beep in the next line. I had no idea why this was happening. It has nothing to do with cars. It was just very strange. Um, I liked it. I was a fan, but... Uh, did you watch the video? I watched the lyric video. Yeah, that's the one. The Goopta Media okay. fucking. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sucks. It looks cheap. Like, and yeah, bad. where it's like, yeah, it's just like oh, he made it with some like fucking Mac Paint program. Yeah, like Mario Super Mario Maker. <laughs> video. It looks yeah, it looks, <laughs> like it's for some Fiverr shit. <laughs> yeah, like I like the point where he's like. They're, the lyrics are coming on, and all of a sudden, it just kind of like they fade off the screen, and like, like I, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I don't, I don't know. How to, I don't, I'm just completely lost. You know, like every Gupta Media yeah. thing, where they just kind of like they kind of break down. Like, uh, you got to help me here. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I think I broke my computer. Uh, the P, the P key keeps sticking. So every other like lyric line is like, this software has expired. It's free trial period. <laughs> uh man but anyway uh yeah and we're about to get another one of those two fucking terrible lyric videos uh but first let's stop in xylorimba town all hail the fucking xylorimba you liked i loved this song this is the one is it seven steps too cute 100 percent it is um Uh uh-huh I wrote this. Is this a Kevin Hearn song? <laughs> like this is like something that Kev would write for yes. us. Do you know? Once upon a time, <laughs> there was a xylophone. And he fell in love. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um. Do you know the story of the creation of this song? 
Yes, he had. He needed to have a song with an X for a title yeah, yeah. for his alphabet. Yeah, soup. he was doing an alphabet show, uh, which I fucking love. I love the tone of the song, the fucking keeping it titular. Love that Xylorimba. I've never heard one before. It fucking rules. Um, the way it grows, like the slowly growing Xylorimba line in the background, is just fucking nice. Uh, the way we time skip with a growing of the melody line and doubling that mallet strike is just so fucking good. I loved I loved this song. Okay. <laughs> you were not do you love how he do you love how he rhymed Xylorimba with what's within you? <laughs> I did love that. that. Or uh Marimba with Himba. <laughs> Brother, those are both fucking like twists that I would use one hundred percent. I was into them. Yes, yes, and yes. Uh, well, yeah, I didn't I didn't not like this song, but like man, hearing you just go crazy for it is uh <laughs> I, I, maybe at this point I was so hungry. Ev. I was just fucking <laughs> starving for a meal, so I just latched onto whatever. Um, I who do you think the marimba in the song in the lyrics? The marimba is waiting for someone. The, said the sad marimba, I saved myself for him, but I know my chance is very slim. Who do you think the marimba was waiting for? It wasn't the xylophone, because the xylophone like swooped in after. And was like, hey, I, I kind of like you. Do you want to make some connection? And then they have a baby, right? But who what, who in the percussion section do you think the marimba wanted? believe it is uh, Huey Lewis and the news. Okay. That famous xylophonist, xylophone prodigy, Huey Lewis. So you don't, Huber, Huber, you don't think that the marimba was going to mate with like a steel drum or a fucking uh, <laughs> hi-hat. You think it was Huey Lewis and the news. <laughs> Well, it just makes as much sense as a hi hat. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair. So what would okay, the child? Okay. So you got a. You got a. Uh, what would the child, the of, child of a, a marimba and fucking <laughs> uh, Huey Lewis in the news be called? So it'd just be like a. Well, it would sound like um, a marimba, but like it's got like tambourine shakers on it. <laughs> so every time you hit the key, it like. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it does that too. That's pretty good. So let's call it a. Uh, hmm. Does it have to be like Xylorimba, where it's a, a portman, a, a clumsy portmanteau? I don't think it has to be. Okay, cool. Uh, Rimba. Yeah, or like uh, Mari, Mari Lewis. <laughs> I don't know. Mari Lewis in the, the news. news. <laughs> um, and I do. I love the the ending thoughts of this song, which is like, not everybody's gonna be famous, but you know what? Fucking take pleasure in your anonymity, because when you're not famous, you're free. You're free to do whatever you want without a spotlight. And that's kind of nice. It's a nice Stevie. It's a warning song from Stevie P. Don't end up like me. Stay anonymous. Stay out of the spotlight. Don't end up like me with crippling depression. Crippling depression. Yeah, I know. Keep in mind, I've always had this, but please don't yes. end up like me. <laughs> Just don't be born like that. <laughs> yeah, please. If you can control the circumstances of your birth, please. Uh, Zoom. 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 Uh... This sucks. <laughs> You didn't like Zoom? I hate that it's on the album. Zoom was my Xylorimba. Oh, was it? Yeah, I love that. This is the only song I went back and listened to, like, for fun. Oh, unreal. It's good. The, Just that the chorus is super catchy. Uh, may, uh, you know what? I might be thinking lyrically. I, I mean, oh, musically. Yeah. Uh, all, the, all the lyrics on all this all the songs suck. Yeah, this is, it's so fucking inside baseball bullshit. This whole fucking song. How did it make it onto the album? I said, use the melody, use the feeling, use the instrumentation to build a different song. But, but you, like, this is just like, 
Here's some stuff that literally happened over Zoom during my live from home shows, which does, that's a single that you release on its own and everyone laughs at and then moves on. I would rather have had Isolation on this album than Zoom. This is probably my favorite song on the album. Wow, okay. All right. Did you like the part where I talked about the racist chat spam? Yeah, Chatbots? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can all, we can all relate to sure. that. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Just, yeah, it, it did not break the idea that this album is timely and is not meant to be listened to after 2022. Like, that's just the feeling I got was like, he wanted this to be a time capsule and I don't think that holds up. I don't know. Just like, do you like the lyric video when the lyrics just started bleeding off the page and then like they were, <laughs> he was like, I, I I don't know how to make I don't know how to get my audio working correctly. I got my microphone plugged in, but like it says it's going through my 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 laptop speakers and I I just don't I don't understand how this works anymore. <laughs> it's just I don't I don't understand. How, no, stop. No, do not publish to do not publish to YouTube. Do not publish to YouTube. Are the rest of the lyrics of the song? <laughs> um, I don't know. Do Steve, I don't know, just enjoy it. Like it's, it's the song I was hungry for. Like it's upbeat. Yeah. It's not whiny. It's not preachy. Here's the thing, bud. We're both hungry. We're both hungry. <laughs> you didn't give a shit about the. You're like, you know what? I don't care what you're saying on this song. It feels good, which is totally yeah. valid. Totally valid. I want a song with good lyrics and good music because I know Stevie P is capable of it. You want the human doll experience. <laughs> Give me, this is my creeps wish list. I want CBP to do exactly what I tell him to do at all times. Yes. You can, he will for 25000 to $39,999. But he'll hurt me. And it will hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's got a good right oh hook. Oh, man. Should we move? Uh, do you have anything else to say about Zoom? <sighs> nope. Okay. It's fun, fun to know that, like, it's, hey, this technology's hard, but I got the hang of it. It's just such a boomer song. <laughs> This was my experience. Oh, this was my experience. Uh, something about... I think Steve is, Steve is a Gen... Uh, what? He's a Gen Xer. Gen X. Yeah. He's a Gen Xer. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, something about me. Um, All right. Great. Thanks. Thanks for this, Steve. See? <laughs> just had to do it. He just cannot fucking... <laughs> cannot help himself. I liked that. I like that we're getting a song from his point of view, because this is a 100% Stevie P song about... His shithead sort of like, you know, an insight that only he can provide. You didn't like that. No, I, I this song was, if, if this had been the only one of these on the album, I'd be okay. See, this would be the fine. specificity did it for me on this one. No, this is the best of yeah. them. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> you're right. But like, it's the fifth, the eighth sad sack song we've gotten. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, come on. Yeah, fair enough. I like the, he did a nice jab at the truthers with like the, uh, um, <laughs> you know, the Twin Tower reference. Buddy, on an album called Excelsior, <laughs> it seems bizarre <laughs> that there's a Twin Towers reference. What is it again? I can't even remember what it is, but it's something about oh, how jet like fuel, the, fuel can't melt steel beams. Fuel can't. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a cross in the steel that jet fuel simply could not melt. Bizarre lyric to put on your New York themed album. So, like, I think this song has probably the best lyrics of any song in the yes, album. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, we're getting 
I mean, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I, I mean, we're, we're getting a, a very clear look at this narrator. We understand who he is. He's more than one dimensional. And we're getting good and bad, right? So the whole thing, listener, is like, he has to make it about him. Something about me. How can I make this something about me? And it's, you know, it's bad, right? Like, if you have a problem, it's my problem. Why is this about me? Why are you upset today? Which is totally fucking relatable for me. But also, like... Those people are clapping. Why are they not clapping for me, right? Like, we also see that side of them where it's like, yeah, when it's bad, it's bad. But when also, like, I'm good. I'm the best, in fact. Why <laughs> Everyone should be <laughs> praising me all the time, which is that kind of manic energy that Feel Good Summer gave me. Uh, I don't know. What did you think about it? It's, no, it's great. I mean, the, the lyrics were co coherent and cogently written, <laughs> like, competently written. <laughs> And, like, I don't know, the rhyme scheme worked for me. I mean, and then, like, put your hand in the hand you've been dealt. Incredible. Is it just a fucking baller What a line? lyric. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. good. Um, yeah, man. It sucks that, like, this is the taste he's giving you at the end of the album. Like, this is what it all could have been. Enjoy that. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and then he kills himself. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> he kills himself. Oh, Stevie. I mean, he gets really, he gets, like, really meaty at the end chorus. Like, his, he really <laughs> brings, it, brings it home for that, end, that ending chorus. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, man, I don't know. And that's the album. That's it. That's them the that jokes, the jokes, folks. Uh, how do we do? Do we rate these out of Vanek and Fully Clothed? Sure, why not? Okay, the whole the album as a whole, right? Yeah, we can do that. As usual, Ev, we rate this out of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. So, Ev, out of all the clothes you have, how many clothes does this have? Ah, I've forgotten how to rate things Me with clothes. Too. It's again. just all children like, in my head. It's all children. Okay, so there's like 82 children outside. <laughs> Got it. They're all wearing very um, little clothing. <laughs> the sexiest little children I can think of. Disgusting. <laughs> why? Why not? Why aren't children attractive to me anymore? Well, these kids—they look like androgynous. Everyone wants to be androgynous now. Why can't? Why can't I? Why can't the high schoolers look cute? Dude, who the fuck was that? I can't remember which oh, some GOP. conservative commentator. Yeah, yeah some fucking Tucker congressman Carlson. from the great state of Utah. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, like some fucking state that gets two senators, even though it has fewer population in it than my village. Disgusting. All right, disgusting. Disgusting. Disc golfing. So I've gone out to play disc golf with my kid. <laughs> I've never played disc golf before. Okay. Have you ever played disc golf? I played it with uh, our friend uh, Chuck once. It seems boring. It was boring, in fact. Yeah. Let's see. People who play disc golf are really into it. So I'm out there with like a professional, not professional, but like an amateur disc golfer who's really into it. Like people, they like bring their own fucking frisbees. Right. They like get, you know, they get the little, like they have like a gl fingerless glove with like the, they get the perfect like traction. Yes, and the thing about frisbees is I'm not good at them. Okay. Like I always, when I throw a frisbee, like it always either goes wildly out of thing or it just goes straight to the other person's yeah. head. And they're also attracted to okay. me. Like whenever I was walking past the green space on campus and people were throwing frisbees, I always keep one eye on them because Nine times out of ten, like, the guy misses the frisbee and it comes whipping towards really? me. Really? Okay. And it got to the point where I, I would, like, just duck or, like, jump. And the frisbee would fly. And they're like, whoa, man, that's fucking Matrix shit. I'm like, yeah, I've been watching you the whole fucking time. Because that's how this always goes. So, anyway. Uh -huh. uh, Do you think that the disc doing. golfing oh, yeah. discs are heavy? They can yeah, get pretty heavy. They're serious. That could, yeah, that'll that'll break a yeah, knee. Yeah, yeah. It'll snap, snap a finger. Sure. That sort of stuff. So, I'm uh, bad at disc golf. And also, I'm bored by mm -hmm. it. Um, but, uh, I'm getting, I'm working up a sweat here. So I should, it's like, are like, you there for your child? Did she want to do the disc yeah, golf? Yeah, okay. she wanted to do Got some, it. she, 
I mean, and she's probably, it's probably like the first two things and she gets into it and then it's like, nah, I'm not really sure, into this anymore. Course. So, but, but we paid for the okay, hour. Great. So we got to do the whole, oh, it's we got to do nine holes. Whole it's an, you pay by the hour and that's it. Okay, great. Yeah, that's right. This is the professional disc sure. golfing course. All you can eat. And we're there with like, I don't know, my uncle or something who's, re- this is his new mm-hmm. thing. You know, Trevor. like everyone has that uncle who gets into sure, stuff. Sure, of course. He's like, oh, I'm really into drones now. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Like. <laughs> like now he's in a disc sure. golf so he's, he's explaining this to me and i'm just fucking bored off my, bored off my ass um so what i start to do is i start to look at the clothes of everybody around me and like imagine what it would be like if i were wearing those clothes uh-huh. <laughs> so i imagine myself in some like uh, soccer mom's like a uh, um long uh, her ponytail holder and her little like puffy uh uh jacket and i imagine that and i imagine myself in my little kid's dress mm-hmm. And her uh, her fucking princess uh, shoes, little little Daisy Dukes. I don't know. Sure, of <laughs> course, yeah. No, you, no you and your fucking I imagine weird, myself sexy in my, children. I imagine myself in my uncle's plaid shirt and uh, um, jeans, and then of course I imagine myself in the disc golf mascots, um, discies, uh-huh. uh, completely circular uh, spiral outfit that just goes in like a poly whirl from Pokemon. Sure. And then I start to get like sucked into that. And I'm like, oh, okay. I wonder if I could hypnotize myself because You're I don't think so I've ever bored. been. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, like, do you think you could be hypnotized? One hundred percent, I could. You I'm can? sure. I've never tried yeah. it. It's something. It's something like ten percent of people can be hypnotized. Ten percent. It's something like that. That's yeah. wildly low. Yeah, I mean, but like full on hypnotized. Like you can be relaxed. Right. And I think that like. Stage hypnotism is obviously different than sure. like medical. Oh, sure, I wouldn't sure, call sure. it even medical hypnotism. Yeah. Like the regress- memory regression, sure, things like sure, that, sure. which is bad. I think it's bad okay. now. Okay, <laughs> is this uh, any any research behind this, or have you just decided? Yeah, because it like it uh, it, you can like implant, implant false memories, okay, yeah. things like that. Sure. Like they definitely don't they don't um, they don't accept it in court Got anymore. It. There was that big rash of like cult things. Anyway, so anyway, I get locked in on this on Disky's costume, and uh, um. I forget where I am and what I'm doing, and uh, um, my kid hits me in the face with a disc golf uh, thing and knocks out three of my teeth. Um, And uh, I'm just laying there on the grass and sort of like eternal sunshine, a spotless mind, the camera is slowly (laughs) rising, Mm -hmm. and I'm just sitting, laying there, and um, I'm like, what is it all for? Why does it all matter? But, you know, I'm just in fucking Okay, that's exactly, you're in the shirt you're wearing right now. Yeah, okay, fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a long sleeve shirt and jeans. I don't know, this album, a lot like my like my rating a lot of build up for not much payoff okay right? <laughs> yeah the like, new album from steven like, page i was so excited i know you were calling me every day on the I phone truly like was. you're like you call like i like seven days <laughs> six days and i don't usually take phone calls uh, yeah but you know when i see it's when i see it's my good buddy Seiki on that line i gotta pick up do you and uh, do you wish samara updated you that she called you and said like six days, five days, <laughs> and then like twelve hours. Just give you a little countdown. Yeah. That'd be nice. Four minutes, yeah. <laughs> thirty-two seconds. Right. So you could be prepared. Yeah, you guys can. She likes it when you guys count down yeah. together. Oh yeah! Happy birth at the end. You do <laughs> the big me. Happy New Year's. <laughs> so yeah, there's some. There were some points of light on this album. Um, you, the last like like Zoom and something to talk, something about me were good mm-hmm. songs, and the there were songs I did not hate. Right. But overall, like I think the only song I'm going to come back to is Zoom. Just like interesting. Um, just like my son knocked out two of my teeth in the rating, and I'm, I want those okay, back. Okay, but you can never have them back. I can't. Yeah, well, I can because I can listen to Zoom anytime I want. So how does that relate to the teeth? Because they can get they can back. You can put your teeth back. Really? Yeah. I thought if once you, they were out, they were out. 
when you're out, you're out. Every time I'm out, they pull me back in. Gramelia. That's <laughs> the Gramelia's promise. Um, for me, your good friend Saker, uh, I am on a mission, baby. I have just solved the <laughs> problems of John Leguizamo Ooh. by quantum leaping into his body. I had to prevent his death on the set of the Super Mario Brothers movie in 1990. <laughs> because had he died, it would have had a catastrophic butterfly effect uh, on the course of our nation. So I do that. I, I say, beam me up, Ziggy. Ziggy gets me the fuck out of there. And where do I find myself but in the body of Stephen Page, the astronaut? That's right. Something I did in John Leguizamo's body did irrevocably change the course of history. Here I am, trapped in Stephen Page's body. In this universe, he's an astronaut instead of a musician. I'm wondering, though, but he was he was an astronaut up to the... And nun, he up, may he have was, actually... He was a musician up the to bare, 1991. The Naked Ladies had an album out probably by then. I yeah, think so, Gordon may have been out by that So point. they did Gordon, and then he dropped everything, went into the <laughs> Air Force. And I don't even know if they take, like, 30, 40-year-olds and... and he, well, it's yeah. not that he was... He dropped everything. There's Brigadier Major General Dan Slotman heard Gordon and said, I need this man in space. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm out there. But, you know, the thing is, I'm Stephen Page. I'm living a happier life. I have never made Excelsior because I don't have the sadness inside of me that, you know, that, that I had back then. He was always or, meant to be in space. Look at the stars. Exactly. This whole album is space-themed. This whole album, we're out there. We're in the stars. We're in our space... Excuse me, in our spaceship. But... I'm also in an absolutely full spacesuit. Uh, no rips, no tears, living a happy life, not getting the wind sucked out of me. Um, I'm doing a little spacewalk. I'm doing a moonwalk, in fact. I'm doing a Michael Jackson moonwalk up there on the moon's surface. I love the moon. I named I named my next album The Moon. <laughs> love also, it. So he, he is a recording artist slash astronaut. Okay, sure. All right, fair enough. Just is like... He? he, You know what he does? He does uh, that song with Ed Robertson... That uh, Chris Hatfield did with Ed Robertson. Uh, I don't remember what the song was called. Maybe we should review it at some point in the future. Okay. We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, Ev. What part of your body do you wish was seasonal? Which part of my body? Uh, I would like to have a seasonal spine. Just garland all the way down and lights maybe under my shirt. That'd be cool, right? I was thinking like your spine turns yellow and gold and then falls off in the winter. So you're spineless all winter and then it slowly grows back in the spring. Okay, I could dig that. Okay, so I have to lose it. You, this was not something that I was aware of with the seasonal. I thought it was just decorated, like I had well, Halloween do decorations too. down at now. And yeah, then... Okay, we can do it that way too. No, 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 no. I want to lose something. I want all my teeth to be seasonal. I, I, I want them to as turn. Soon as, <laughs> as soon as I saw I saw that wheel turning, I know I'm like, teeth, teeth. He's going to go with teeth. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if you were there to witness the fucking someone's teeth falling out, just drifting slowly to the ground? <laughs> Well, they turn uh, color. They turn beautiful colors. Oh, you know they're going to fall. Yeah. 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 You can tell. Uh, you, what, eat soft, you eat soft food all winter and then your new teeth, set of teeth come in. That's kind of fun. Just a winter of milkshakes and fucking... That's not bad. I like that. That's not, that's not bad. No. Some oatmeal, some cream of wheat. I like it. That's all the hot... You know, you get those hot goops. 
Winter should be all about hot goop. <laughs> Goops. <laughs> little, as little energy chewing as possible. Yeah, just suck nice. it down. Give me a suck straw and give me a big vat of strawberries and cream oatmeal. God, I love those flavored oatmeals, don't I you? I do not. They're too sweet. Oh, they're so sweet. That's my jam. No, love it. man. I don't, I don't really like super, super sweet stuff. Yeah. Uh, what part of your body would you like to be seasonal? Uh, my nostrils. They just, uh, they fall out the whole, like, so they get filled in. So all winter I just have like a, a honker, but I can't breathe through it. Just a, <laughs> just a nose that has no holes in it. Ew, Jesus fucking Christ. That's hor- That's some body hor- I, And I talk like this the whole time. <laughs> this is like the Matrix when Neo's mouth gets like just covered with skin, except it's your nostrils. <laughs> and like Agent Smiths are like, what about now, Mr. Smith? Uh, wait, what's his name? Mr. Anderson. Mr. Yeah. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Excelsior, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> that took place in New York, didn't it? That's no, a- it takes place in like a nameless city, right? Maybe. Lots of skyscrapers. Maybe I just assumed it was New York. Yeah, it's just like one of those. I mean, we all assume that. New York and Tokyo and London are like the urban cities. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good call. Honk, honk. It could be like uh, the underworld where it takes place in like a vaguely Eastern European setting, but it's never Ooh. specified where oh. it is. Oh, I've never seen any underworld movies. They're okay. fine. Okay, cool. Never seen, uh, I was going to say never seen any Fast and the Furious. That's not true. I've seen the first one. Um, I think there's so many series I need to watch, but the barrier to entry is just too high. One day, my prince will come. Um, One okay. day, Xylo Rimba will be made. Do you know what else is seasonal? Uh, pepper. That's right. You can get bright winter peppers right now. <laughs> Stock up. No, it's Fables Around the Table. They do it in seasons. Fables Around the Table is a tabletop role-playing game actual play anthology podcast podcast each season we feature a new tabletop rpg system with a rotation of gms and players tune in listen to them play curse of the house of rookwood visigoths versus Molgoths, babes in the woods masks a new generation and their latest one is called brass the lost cord is episode two this is rebels of the outlaw wastes a game that you and i have oh, yeah, played we, we played that. Yeah. yeah we did it i don't remember it i thought it was fine but yep. these guys are having a fucking blast with it. <laughs> They're loving it. Uh, it's written by the uh, Curse of the uh, Rookwood guy, Michael Addison. And, uh, you know, go listen to listen to the four people just have a blast. When you get done listening to two people have a blast right now, you go and you listen to four people. That's the way you hump it up. That's the way you hump it up. Bye. <laughs> Welcome back to It's All Been Done, American Ladies. It's all been done. But yeah, I hit all the words. Felt like That's I didn't. Hard. Yeah, no, okay. you got them. You got them. I'm going to spin this wheel. Let's spin this big wheel and find out okay. which little mini okay. segment just we're doing. Be ca- just be careful. <gasps> Come on now, now. No. Come on now, now. No. Enjoy the humor of the situation. Um, let's see. What the fuck is this one? Humor of the situation. Find a line from the song and treat it as a riddle. What's the hypothetical answer? <laughs> Oh, so God. I thought we took this one off the fucking lip. Okay. <laughs> no, um. I'm just going to look at a random song here and uh, and try to get something from it here. OK, um, so I'm pulling my riddle from safe. So, Ev, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> Even in darkness, there it is. It's never alone. It's covered in stars. <laughs> what am it? What am it? 
Even in darkness, there it is. It's covered in stars. It's never um, alone. It's never alone. That would be dancing with the stars. <laughs> it's covered in stars. stars. You can only watch it at nighttime. That's when it airs. Stars like Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> stars like DJ Blitz P. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Dancing with the Stars, although you're a Stars boy. No, I'm a mass singer. I used to be a mass singer boy. Uh, and that's what Rudy Giuliani was on. I knew that's what you were thinking uh, I got of. A, messed up in my head. So, it's yeah, masked, singing, not dancing. Masked, masked singer. Yes, yes. Um, sure. Okay. I like that. That's, that's a very good not, answer. Masked singer is not really fair, is it? Because some of them are actual singers. Oh, no. That's why, the sh- that's why we stopped watching the show is because, like, the first six people eliminated were always – it was like – Mike Ditka and Mr. T, and you're like what Larry the fuck? Zonka. Yeah, and then the people who win, it's like Jewel. It's like, well, fucking, of course, Jewel <laughs> won. Like, she's how is Mr. T gonna beat Jewel? Uh, so yeah, the show was boring after like the halfway point because then it's all just singers, uh, which is a bummer. I don't want to see singers sing. I want to see assholes sing. Why is it there's song like called the singing asshole? All right, give me a riddle. I want to answer it. The leak in the ceiling, the mold in the basement. I've taken it personally. What is it? <laughs> uh, rain. rain. Rain causes the leak in the ceiling. Rain, rain causes the Wilson. mold in the basement. <laughs> rain Wilson <laughs> is somebody that I take personally because the only shirts I wear say Bears Beats and Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> and they say Threat Level Midnight. They are the funniest shirts. I have so many Dunder Ooh. Mifflin shirts. The oh, one where hell yeah. Kevin drops the chili. He's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I've never seen an episode of The Office and I never will. I watched it when it came out and then I tried to rewatch it when I was raising my, like when my kid was a baby, because I rewatched Parks and Rec and still loved it. But yeah. I watched, I got like two episodes into the office. And I'm like, oh no, this is just all cringe humor all the way down. Is it? It's much meaner, right? That's what I've heard. Yeah. Whereas it's Parks real, and like, Rec is like the good version. Gentle. Nice. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. There are people who care about each other doing nice right. things for each other. <laughs> and the office is a Ricky Gervais vehicle where it is a nightmare. <laughs> he, the boss is a nightmare person and everyone else is a nightmare. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's, that can be fun. But a lot of it, 10 seasons of it seems like a fucking lot to watch people hate each other for that long. Uh, I don't know. All right, is it? So it's Rain Wilson. Okay, should we do? Should we do two more? Or are we done? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Oh no! Uh, all right, Ev, riddle me piss. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a my brother, my brother, and me bit. I'm sorry. Um, if I have seven boxes of bran flakes, rounding up, multiply it by twelve. How many bowls have I? <laughs> the answer is one bowl. Because you use the same bowl to eat breakfast every morning. Nice try. It's like one of those internet riddles. Fuck, you got me. It's like like a bullshit internet riddles that are on your feed. Like, (laughs) a man was born in 1919 (laughs) and died in 1932 at 108 years old. How was that possible? Because he died in room 1932. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, giggle, giggle. (laughs) Uh, yeah, boy, that's probably, there is no answer, right? I need to make riddles without answers and just make a fucking TikTok feed. That's a fucking winner. That'll get all the views of people just desperately trying to figure it out. That's the smart yeah. shit. You just me, have no, no answer. Give me one more. Give me a riddle. Okay. I'm hungry. Pull up some lyrics. No, give it to me now. I want this song's riddle. I'm trying to one that doesn't use the word I a lot in it. Give me a second. What am I? That's what not, am I? That's every good riddle is what I, am I at the end. 
Okay, let's see. What's in go. my pocket? How much is enough? How much has it taken to learn I'm mistaken? What is it? What is enough? How much is enough? How much has it taken to learn what's enough? A quote, Francis Bacon. <laughs> Was that the riddle? Was the riddle to rhyme the ending? Liam Neeson's taken. Liam Neeson's taken. Also, Zarathustra's bacon. Clay Aiken? He was a singer, That's right? That's good. Yes, you're there. He's probably on Mass Singer. You're there. Good job, bud. Here we are. We did it together. We did it. Now it's time to take an email from our friends, our fans, our ridiculous little reality show fans <laughs> uh, hey we need more emails you have a month to send us fucking emails our email address is it's all been done podcast at gmail.com this is an email from our friend jamie hi, hi jamie. jamie um hey guys hey L- listening to the clip of give that wolf a banana do you remember this from maybe three months ago <laughs> okay great <laughs> I totally. Oh, 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 oh! The, it was the, the Eurovision. Um, the, yeah, 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 got it, got it. Yeah. I totally heard something vaguely bare naked ladies ish, like Janine mentioned. My first thought was that it could be crazy, specifically the first line. I climb the walls of my mind like I'm climbing on a jungle gym, but I don't actually think that's it. After listening a few more times, I realized that to me, it sounds slightly like "Wrap Your Arms Around Me." Specifically, this part. I regret every time I raise my voice. And it wouldn't be that bright of me to say I had no choice. I can kiss your eyes, your hair, your neck until we forget. I concede. You were right about this place. I can make a a perfect likeness of your body. If I trace, I can hold you till you turn out the light and I can't see. I don't know if this is the correct similarity that Janine was picking up on, but at the very least, it's what I found familiar when listening to the song. Here's a question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> If the Bare Naked Ladies were selected to compete in the Eurovision Song Contest on behalf of Canada, what kind of song would they write and perform for the contest do you think they would win? Now, I've never seen Eurovision. Can you not bring existing songs to Eurovision? Do they have to be original new Eurovision songs? I don't know. The only thing I know about Eurovision is the one, if you give a Wolf of Banana thing that we saw, and then I've watched Eurovision Eurovision (laughs) Song Contest. So that's my, the sum total of my knowledge. I know you can only sing one song. You have to sing it over and over again. Oh, Which seems weird, but I guess if you're competing on like the merit of your one song, because it would be, I don't know, it'd be hard to, to rate bands based on a larger, a larger subsection of songs. It's like some songs just suck. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. They can't all be golden. They can't all be winners. Um, so, wow, the first Eurovision Song Contest was at 1956. Yowie I can't believe yowers. it just got popular. Uh, okay, so anyway, Brennan Ladies are writing a new song, right, for Eurovision Song Contest. What kind of song would they write and perform for the contest? Here's my guess. It's a slightly acerbic, offbeat, comedy-ish song, comedy-adjacent, about Canada, with a rap breakdown <laughs> and uh, probably a banjo in it. Yeah, Canada Dry. They wrote Canada Dry. Again. Yeah, but they have to. This song is called Canada Dryer. Colon Canada Dry 2. Um, <laughs> Colon, who's got the gold? Colon, Colon the Razor, the Snare, Hobgoblin 2. That's right. Uh, I don't know. What What do you mean? I mean, what kind of song, right? I mean, is that what we're saying? I think. Yeah, the, yeah. I think. The, oh, God. No, they definitely write that song because that's okay. the song Bare Naked Ladies write. Yes. Um, 
So and it's probably got a long a long tail mm-hmm. with a little bit of a um, electronic stuff and bleeps and bloops at the end. The real question is, do you think they would win? No. Who would beat them? Everyone. <laughs> you think they would come in fucking dead last, the bare naked ladies? I think that Europe would be so offended that Canada entered a uh, um, contender that ever, no one would ever vote for them. Oh, shit. I'm just realizing the Eurovision Song Contest is just Europe. Yeah. Okay, so Canada literally cannot enter. Okay, I understand now. Uh, yeah, I guess they so they wouldn't win because they were disqualified before the contest starts. Correct. If Correct, they but... gave a special exemption to Canada to enter this one time, mm-hmm. do you think they could at least beat, like, fucking Finland? So, I guess, yes, I do. Okay. But uh, do you think they would... Um... Do it. Do you think the song they wrote would be like just a, a a fun little ditty song, or do you think they would tongue in cheek reference back to their own careers and their own like it has like uh, I ha- if I had a million dollars reference in it, it has a one week reference in it. Like, do you think they would do that? that? Like, hey, here's the name recognition. I mean, you're getting the bare naked ladies, right? Yeah, I feel like they already did that with Good Life, though. That is literally the conceit of Good Life is that they're right. referencing their old works and shit. So could they just write Good Life too? Oh, Good know. life to colon the razor the snare, snare colon, who's, who's got, got the, the gold. gold colon hot gremlins in your hot area. Gremlins. <laughs> uh, okay, hot gremlins need fucking now. Yeah, yeah. So no, they would they would fail. They would lose. Uh, yeah. I think the winner that year would be Estonia. Estonia, that's your go to <laughs> Baltic state. Go to. That's the only Baltic state I can fucking think of. Always Latvia, Finland. I always Lithu- Lithuania, Poland. For the longest time, I, con- I confused Latvia and Latveria, which is uh, Doctor Doom's country in oh, Marvel Comics. Okay, which is I think clearly supposed to be Latvia, but I don't know. Uh, okay, Jamie, I hope that answered Jamie. your goddamn oh, question. What, what do you think their stage show would be like? Oh, does everybody have like they, a? They usually do like hot. That's like a big production. Like, okay. what do you think? They wouldn't just go on stage and be like. If I had a million votes, I'd win your sure. like You know they... what? So what's, what is, is there a distinctly Canadian television program that they could like ape the format of? Um, what I'm trying to, The Littlest Hobo. That was a the Canadian. Littlest Hobo. <laughs> is that not a Canadian that, show? The, Can- the Christmas classic. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I, I think there was a show called The Littlest, the littlest Hobo. Hobo. <laughs> oh, you're going to, you laugh now. <laughs> like Dorf. Dorf goes, Dorf. Remember those Dorf commercials? The the little, yeah, Dorf on Golf or whatever they were. Dorf yeah, on, sure. Yeah. The Littlest Hobo is a Canadian television series, French title, Le Vagabond, uh, based upon a 1958 well-known film of the same name. Wow. Okay, cool. The concept of the show was that of an ownerless dog. So, all five bare naked ladies, all four bare naked ladies are dressed up in dog outfits with little bindles and they kind of like, there's a lot of whistling in this song and they all march out onto the stage whistling at the beginning with their bindles. It'd be fun. Yeah, and then the, then the end they get hit with a train. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so little are we agreeing this littlest hobo little, themed? Little little hobo. Okay, yeah, great, they, great, great, great. They pack a they pack a um a six course lunch and like it's like a clown car with bindles. Like they open their bindles and they keep pulling out like turkey legs. Sure, and love that. Cans, cans of beans love and that. pipe tobacco. Absolutely. And, uh, full a full banjo. Yeah. Oh, that's oh yeah. There's like a little hidden compartment below the stage, so they're pulling out like <laughs> big huge. It's a it's a funny thing. Yeah, that's when the big banjo solo in the middle. They pull a big banjo out of the bindle. It's funny. It's ah, funny. by God, it, it really plays. It really plays. It plays. 
Uh, God, maybe they do win because that's very they're fucking they're good. They're streaming, streaming with it. They're streaming. <laughs> fucking on that note. <laughs> Have we done did it? Oh, we're done. We're done. We did the episode. Are you surprised? Whew, I'm always so nervous. Yeah. Why? You're just afraid so our just... seven listeners are going to judge you this time? Yeah. Yeah. No, they're you're gonna come, going to come for me. You're good, buddy. And the and my and the address you published uh, 14 episodes ago, where they've got like the they have a room full of my address in there. A room Five, full of your address. Five one six four nine 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 four three nine nine. Like they just yeah. They yeah. Just, uh, absolutely. Okay. All the string connecting <laughs> the numbers together. Beautiful mind style. Uh, um. You have anything to plug this week? It's uh. Um, it's November fucking eighth. Oh, my novel is out. Is Actually, it really? Yeah, yeah, it would be. Out, it's out on Kindle November 1st, and then I think November 22nd is when you can get the print. Wow, look at you. Very cool. That's the heart of Iana's own. It's about an <laughs> evil pizza sorcerer, <laughs> sorcerer who comes back from the dead and to torment the living with various types of toppings oh. and un- underbaked crusts. I'm so glad you've, you've embraced <laughs> the, the Iana's own, heart of Iana's own. I have no choice but to. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to plug, uh, t- uh, my band 2D6 has, uh, like their final, my final scheduled show. I've been really lax on scheduling shows. December 10th. It's a charity show in Columbus. So if you're an Ohioan, come on down to Columbus town. Columbus. And, uh, I will post the link to get tickets in the description. Uh, e- uh ooh, that's it. E- uh, ooh, e- oh, we did it. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Ebo. Yeah. Uh, you're my friend. You're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you again. Nope. Nope. It's, it's been a, it's been a good, good life. <laughs> Bye. Fuck.